Hey, what's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode. As you may have noticed, we have been kind of quiet. Episodes haven't been getting kicked out at rapid pace, but I was finishing up school, and I know that a vast majority of you can understand that when it's crunch time, you just want to focus, and and that's what I did. So I just I'd like to report that I passed all of my classes, and now I'm going to take my licensing exam here in a few weeks. But anyway, enough about me. Today's episode is about Basilica, a four-piece hair slam band out of Boone, North Carolina. I, being a North Carolina boy myself, was really stoked to talk to these guys. Their music is really different. It's got some of the older elements, hence the name Hair Slam. Uh, but once you listen to their tracks, you'll understand where it all comes from. Uh, give the And also in the interview, they go in uh, depth about, you know, where, how they formed and how they write and all this fun. It's a really great interview. And uh, Jared, the young one, found them on TikTok. So that's how we were introduced to Basilica. We also featured them on our segment, Does It Stank?, where we just listen to stanky tracks and give it a real-time reaction and review. And so we just gave them a shout. And, man, it was a really great interview. Learned a lot and look forward to uh, possibly seeing them come through Austin sometime. And if they do come through Austin, they're obviously going to go to come and take it, uh, come and take it live, which would be sponsored by Come and Take It Productions, as we are. <laughs> you can tell them a little about a practice, and it it, it shows. But uh, anyway, enjoy the show. Oh, also, just as a note, there's a little clip somewhere in there that the audio got kind of messed up, and between me and Taylor, we just man, we could not figure it out. Uh, so as always, we want to produce the best content and quality content for your listening pleasure. So stick around. There's a little secret Easter egg in this episode, and we think we're just going to continue to do it. So every episode, not every episode, but the majority of them, there's going to be a little Easter egg inside. We're not going to tell you where or what, but uh, you'll hear the instructions on what to do once you hear the Easter egg. So here we go. So tell us about Basilica. Who are you guys? What do you do? Describe your music to somebody that's never listened to you before. We're we're like uh, four music students who are just music and metal nerds. So the whole idea behind the formation of this project in the beginning was just like make metal that keeps us entertained and that we want to hear, and just like taking our favorite our favorite parts of all the genres that have inspired us and like combining them together. Mm -hmm. I feel like the band is a pretty unique manifestation because originally it was a three piece. It was these three without me and Riley actually played drums and did vocals at the same time. Oh, and it, it it had a lot of different, uh, the sound was, was fairly different. And then I joined the band and then, so I kind of took these songs that they had already written and reimagined them with my style. And that was our first album. And since then, I've been a part of the writing process. So our sound has kind of evolved. And I would say this 
LP is like the first true form of like all four of us writing together and we all have very different styles uh, and backgrounds and overlap too. Like Cameron and I both grew up listening to a lot of hair metal and Chandler and I both, and really all of us listened to like a bunch of metalcore and like Riley. Actually, I, I didn't listen to metalcore till college. So uh, yeah. yeah. But, I was in a different boat. I was like black metal and sludge yeah. and shit. Like, and like the two of us, we're kind of like grunge guys. And like you guys aren't as much into grunge. So yeah. there's like, you know, the there's hair some things we kill. agree on, some things we disagree on. But we just made up our own genre name so that we didn't have to be like, I don't know, another beatdown band or another hardcore band or we didn't want to label so it's just whatever riffs and grooves we and yeah. lyrics we come up with. We call ourselves hair slam, but really hair slam just kind of means like hair like drawing from like an older style of metal and then the slam is like more so a newer style of metal so it's like the combination of our favorites yeah is what we are <clears throat> i'm just i'm just over here just like please tell me more yeah let's go man this is i mean it's interesting to hear i i gave the old spotify shuffle to see what i could uh stumble upon and it, it's just it's interesting and and here in a second uh i'm, I'm gonna mute myself i'm gonna try to find this song because the intro as soon and I just can't remember the name of it, but it's just, it's just, it's the same, but it's different. It's like it's man, it's all the stuff that I've been hearing here in Austin because we have a, we have a very healthy hardcore scene here, like yeah. very healthy, uh, to include San Antonio and DFW. So, you know, and then if you go a little further south, you know, the older influence style bands, um that I would believe would encompass like thrash and hair uh, and like speed metal. So like hearing all of that shit in one song is just, it's, it's fun. <laughs> so thank you. It's thank funny. You. It, whenever we have writing sessions, a lot of times, sometimes we'll write down like the names of these sections of our songs and we'll honestly write up. Yeah. And then there's like this genre riff. And then we, a lot of times we compose like, we're like, yeah, and then there's that thrashy part, and then there's the slam, and then there's a breakdown. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, we're that, just deriving from all the styles that we grew up listening to, whatever yeah. feels natural. And I think I think that gives you guys a lot of, I guess the word I would want to use is charm. You know, it's it's not the same. Like, you listen to, you know, you put on Slam Worldwide or, or something, for example, and it's like, a lot of the stuff, it, it all sounds kind of similar. It's, it's the same real low and slow or, or fast-paced chugging and but but with you guys, it's you're always getting something different. Like you can every track on the album, you know, you could tell it's all the same band, but everything's a little different. You know, you get those those Eddie Van Halen guitar licks in there every once in a while, and then at times you get that like real low and slow, heavy beat down kind of thing. And that's to me, that's what stuck out the most about you guys uh, is just how unique everything is and how it's just so cool how well stuff blends together. Exit Thanks. wound. Thanks. Yeah. We, we definitely we appreciate, appreciate that. Ah, uh, exit wound. Exit wound. Okay. Yeah. 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 The second track on our. Oh, man. Just that guitar at the front just. And then it just it just carries on. Like, you know, some songs they they start off really good or they'll build to something and then kind of just meander a little bit. It's just the song just keeps you the whole way through. Plus, I mean, a song titled Exit Wound, I mean, 
you've got to listen to that. It's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we really appreciate it. I mean, that's that's exactly what we're going for. You know, we we just to hear to put that into our music and to have someone in a different state, you know, reach out to us and and give it back to us and, and say that you hear what we're putting out is so gratifying and so humbling it's i mean so thank you it's i'm really glad you listened and took the time here to help just here to help (laughs) (laughs) and we ryan if you remember we even featured uh grinding teeth on Mm -hmm. does it stink the one week Mm -hmm. it was it was one of the stankier tracks that week i can tell (laughs) you that much oh yeah fun fact about that the harmonic in that Breakdown at the end is like the same frequency as my microwave. <laughs> <laughs> microwave breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Oh man, that was good. <laughs> microwave oh. core. You heard Mic- it first, yeah. folks. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just put that on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need more of that. I like it. So you guys have been sitting on this album for over a year, right? Yeah, we recorded it in uh, the first weekend, uh, January 2020. Oh, yeah. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah, everything was way. good. Like, we, we had just played some shows, went into the studio for four days and recorded this. We were so stoked about it. It was supposed to come out over the summer. And then, you know, everything... Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were going to push it back till things open up and... <laughs> The, for the the listeners, I'm doing air quotes, but things ain't open up. Oh man, yeah, I I we've you know all the bands that we've talked to just across the board, you know, had their dreams just hit with a hit with a slug and got put down for a little bit. Uh, but but the the scene here is coming back slowly. Obviously, we just went through a polar vortex, and yeah, y'all like yeah. shut down. Yeah, we we got shut down because and uh, allegedly allegedly my air quotes uh is is because the deregulation and basically Texas didn't want to get uh, the federal government's you know involvement in their electric grid so they're like we going we going to do this on our own you know but i honestly learned something new that that our homes are built differently cuz i'm going i'm in school right now to become a real estate agent and I'm learning all the contract laws and all that fun stuff. And I heard today that basically Texas homes aren't built to code like northern homes are. Um, so even even though all this shit's, you know, nuts, I still look at it on the bright side uh, that I learned something new about the housing market and how they're built. Yeah. Um, how did how did you guys fare during COVID as far as like individually and as a band? Oh, where do we want to start? We were we were supposed to <laughs> play with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I set my friends on fire, oh, and that like whenever like COVID went down and all that, that was like my first thought. Was, oh no, I set my friends on fire. <laughs> show, and yeah, it got canceled, so we didn't get to play with them. But that was like the first hit. <laughs> I yeah, feel yeah. like of the quarantine, but I don't know. It's affected all of us differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? We were all in Boone when the quarantine started, and uh, Riley and Chandler both have since moved to Asheville and started working at Moog there. And Cameron and I are still here in Boone. We're all in yeah. Boone right now. We practice on Fridays, so we were all going to be together anyways. Oh, cool. But yeah, we've it's really affected us all in different ways. Like I, 
I play in a lot of other bands, and, and I know Chandler does, and we, really all of us do. We we play gigs with you know a lot of different genres, a lot of different bands, and I was gigging about every weekend, and that was like a big source of my income. And and since then, I've kind of had to totally reframe my world, you know. So I've I've started teaching a lot more lessons lately. I teach drum lessons. We're actually here in my drum studio right now, where I teach lessons. But yeah, I've and I've just started practicing lot more so that's kind of personally how it's affected me yeah i'm on the only one that's still in school i'm in my last semester of college but yeah it i've also been practicing more you know and that's one benefit of yeah. covid <laughs> yeah, it's like you come out of covid and you suck it's like there's only one person to blame guys like <laughs> yeah no well that that's definitely like, yo, that's for real plenty of time to get your chops up come on man. yeah if you're not using this time to get better definitely wasting time it, it, one positive way to look at it though is our i think our online presence and has greatly improved i mean that's how you found us you know it's mm -hmm. like we have somewhat of a presence on these different platforms and i feel like we were more about the in-person going and touring and playing and, and you know selling shirts to people at, at gigs and like it's really kind of changed our whole approach of like marketing and and i think we've learned a lot about how to market ourselves and how to have a little bit more of an online presence so it you know some good has come out of it and we've still managed to practice almost every week yeah. luckily so i think we've tightened up musically a lot i think we sound better than we ever did when yeah, we, played we live. have new material that hasn't been released and stuff like we've been writing really steady like, yeah so. we've been trying to make the best of it you know just doing what we can it's all it's given us a lot of time for all the things that aren't playing shows which we kind of neglected when we were playing a lot of shows you know so yeah neglected a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle a little salt on that one. oh i'm sorry just like the way he said it like I could just see it being like one of those like slow zoomed in gifts. You there's your there's your Instagram. There's clip there's right there, your man. clip. Zoom in on my face. <laughs> he said it neglected a lot. He said so it back. just so we're back. Solemnly. See, we've we've uh we're we've rebounded. No we've rebounded, we're and now we're uh, now we're trying in areas we weren't before, which is great. So what's what's the scene like in your in in your area? Like I guess the Carolinas. Yeah, because. Since I've been gone, I've been gone 10, 10 years, and maybe it was just because I wasn't paying attention to it, but places that I used to go in Greensboro as, like, college, uh, like, there's a place called Green Street and the Blind Tiger. Yeah, Blind Tiger's still open. Yeah, Blind Tiger used to just be a pub, like a little corner college pub. Now they're yeah. throwing shows of with bands that, you know, come here to our bigger venues. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh thanks Jared for asking that. I'm curious to know like what's the North Carolina scene like? It's a it's it a pretty exists. strong. I mean, I I would say it's pretty strong uh in terms of like shows happen and there are packed out shows that happen and awesome bands come through. Uh you know, we've played plenty of hit or miss shows here, but we've also played plenty of awesome shows here. So, I I would say that our scene is pretty strong. And all across the state too, you know, like from here in Boone in the mountains to Wilmington on the coast, like there, there are people everywhere who are, you know, want to come out and, and hear music. There so isn't like cool. an overflow of just metal bands, but there is metal yeah. bands in most 
like areas. Like there's multiple metal bands in our town of Boone and stuff. You guys are pretty well situated to where you can hit multiple states in a run, uh, no problem. So um, do you guys do you guys cater more towards the like North Carolinians or do you guys try to cast a more broad net? Uh, I mean, I know everybody tries to cast the broad net, but as far as like, you know, when you go on tours, you want to have, you know, people show up. So yeah. obviously, yeah. So obviously you got to like market yourself somewhere. Um, and like yeah. you just said, I would assume everybody has gotten better at marketing themselves uh, just for the sheer necessity. But how do you guys, how do you guys navigate those waters as far as like, Rep in North Carolina, but also trying to like spread the love across, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, all those places. Well, uh, so it's funny because we do. So we we have been on some cool runs and, and played some cool states. But up until recently, college has been like huge barrier in us being able to like get out of state as much as we want. So I would say for the past, you know, for really the entire time we've been a band, we have been a little bit more North Carolina orientated simply from what we can do the most okay uh you know because it's all it's a lot easier to drive two hours to greensboro and home on a school night or on a work night or something like that than than doing runs so it's we've tried to do like as many scattered like you know anywhere from three to six day runs out of state uh when we can but you know it's been it was like it'd be like summer and winter breaks and spring break and stuff like that, you know. So now that uh, now that Chandler and I and and Brady are out and uh, and Cameron's about to be out, we're we're actually gonna have more more time to cast that net out to other states and and play a little bit more repetitively in further out places. I feel like as there's a few cities maybe outside of North Carolina that we could go and play and like have a decent Atlanta. Yeah. Was, Atlanta was probably the one. I was Atlanta. We played, we had a good one in New Jersey. Yeah. I'd New say Jersey the New Jersey one too. was good. Uh, yeah. Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. So yeah. we have, I mean, we've branched out mm. to it. Ooh, Virginia Beach kind of too. regional, you know, every time, every chance we literally all yeah. could, yeah. we would go and play in somewhere like Virginia or Tennessee or South Carolina or, you know, one of the surrounding states. And we've been to Florida and we've been up to New Jersey and Maryland. And, you know, yeah. we've just cast our net out there a few times and we've learned a lot along the way. And sometimes yeah. it works out and sometimes it hasn't. Yeah. Two Subaru Outbacks, man. Yeah. Like all over. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we've done <laughs> two Subies just rolling around. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Sometimes we, uh, yeah, we've occasionally done a Subaru and a trailer and occasionally we've done two Subarus, which that's, yeah. That's always the way rougher situation when you have to travel like split in half and do two different cars. Yeah. That's yeah. that's an annoying one. Yeah, we've slept in a parking lot in Kentucky and like 30 yeah. degrees. That outside. was in a van at least. That was though. in a van. Yeah. There was like nine of us. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. we were two on bands. Yeah, on tour band. with another band the sharing death a metal van. Gods are cruel. Yeah. yeah. So we we've, we've definitely paid some dues as far as suffering on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever that's worth. I don't know who's keeping track of that. But. Uh, so what I was gonna say, like when it comes to other like other bands in the area, um, what's the like the you know metalcore, deathcore kind of heavier scene like in terms of bands? Is there a lot? Like, do you guys see a lot of contemporaries, or is it just kind of? I would say there are a lot. Yeah, I, I feel like Greensboro is kind of the hub, the main for core. Yeah, for like for core, core yeah. culture. What in Charlotte? Greensboro and yeah. Charlotte. Greensboro and Charlotte are like the two big hardcore cities in this state. 
Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. And there's I've like been metalheads in other other places, but um, usually, uh, honestly, the Greensboro and Charlotte, those have been like the two places. And Wilmington, well, no, Wilmington, yeah. Asheville, and Boone. Asheville. Well, I mean, hell, Wilkesboro even has. Yeah, there used to be <laughs> hell, Wilkesboro, Wilkesboro, and Taylorsville. <laughs> yeah, when we started, like Wilkesboro yeah. and Taylorsville were where the the hardcore scene was at, and then it like. Yeah. yeah, or at there, least the shows we were there playing. There was this place called the Mass Grave, which was just this basement, some guy's grandma's basement that she would let them have shows. Of course, a, a lot of touring acts came through there. Like spray paint all over the walls. Yeah. People that's, getting there out in the down. middle of Wilkesboro. Just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm I'm sure Meemaw was like, "Now keep it down past ten, yeah. okay, boys." <laughs> yeah. She would definitely come downstairs. She was awesome. <laughs> she, the, we played the like the the final mosh. Go there or whatever, and she made a cake with all the bands. Hell yeah, they were playing there. So. But a lot Hell of people yeah. would come Hell out yeah. to this basement. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard to congregate all these grungy people in a public place. Sometimes you got to do it where you can, you know. But DIY, you build it, they will come. Yeah. Hell yeah, it's a lot of metalcore revival stuff. You yeah, know like I mean? you guys have probably heard of Magnitude. I don't know. Uh, I have not. I'm sorry, I have not. Yeah, I haven't either, actually. Charlotte, I don't know. They're signed to, like, your noise, I'm pretty sure. But they're, like, an upcoming, like, hardcore, metalcore band. Jared's fast. He's thumbing them right now. He's like, yeah. Yeah. So how did, did you guys find us on TikTok? Is that how you found us? That's Jared. Is that? I don't remember, honestly. (laughs) Like, I feel like maybe, which makes this the second band we've interviewed that I've found on TikTok. Jared likes uh, TikTok. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, hey, it's man. Good fun. I mean, we just we we just kind of sat around one day and we're like, hey, what if we made a TikTok? And then we did, and we've we've reached like a ton of new people. It's really a great platform to just find fans. And I mean, I've just been posting like old clips from shows and stuff, and you know, more people are finding out about us than if we didn't have that platform. You know, that's so. true. Yeah, it was either it was either on TikTok or on Reddit. I genuinely don't remember. Um, okay, but it's just funny that like I remember you guys following me, and I was like, "Why are they following me? My name is a Paul Rudd joke." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fan so follow. follow oh man! Uh, and for those listening, uh, every one of these gentlemen have some lovely hair, lovely hair, and that mustache is where it's at. If my wife would let me grow one, my wife, I would. I would. <laughs> Man, you're not, you, you can't grow a stash. You, you're I, not allowed right, to grow okay, a stash. Okay. Don't take my man card. I can grow one. As you can see. No, I, I know. No, I see it. I, I mean, like you, like you're not, you're not allowed to grow like not even once, you know? No, I don't. I don't. I can get a hall pass, but I can't get one for a mustache. Maybe, uh, maybe if I worked it into the hall pass, like a mustache ride. I don't know. All right, mm. we're getting a little off mm. the track here. Uh, changing gears. <laughs> <laughs> how did uh, so? One thing that I found out about you guys: uh, you guys are signed to Inner Strength. Uh, how long have you guys been on the label? A uh, little over a year now. How did how did how did all of that happen? How did it come to fruition? Uh, that's kind of funny. It was two people who knew us kind of communicated and then communicated to Inner Strength, which is weird. So it, it started with. Uh, Actually, the artist who made uh, both of our single covers, his name is Mark. He uh, knows Jason from Inner Strength pretty well. And I believe at some point, uh, Jason asked him 
if he had any band recommendations for him. And uh, Mark posted that on Facebook. And actually, a high school teacher of mine commented Basilica. And he hit me up and was like, hey, can I give your information to a record label? And we were like, yeah, I mean, might as well, you know, entertain something and, and see see if someone's interested in our stuff and uh and so that that kind of started our our uh communication with inner strength nice so just ask the question like how is the label treating you like are they are they good are they bad like are they helping you out with promotions and all yeah, that fun stuff? yeah i mean they we gotta yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah careful now yeah. um <laughs> how's your boss he sucks yeah yeah all right <laughs> He's <laughs> no, they're 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 awesome. I mean, they're they're doing they're doing a whole lot of stuff that we couldn't do simply because they have the experience to to back up what they're doing. So they're they're you know they're getting us advertisements in magazines in the UK and stuff like that. You know, stuff that we wouldn't be able to do. And um, and they they you know connections. yeah connections uh, like marketing and advertising. They've helped us you know, paying for the album and paying for merch. So I, I think they've treated us really well for this album cycle. And definitely, like, we were so excited to be able to release our debut album through someone, you know, mm -hmm. and just get it out there a little bit more than if we did it DIY, like our first two EPs. So you had the album done prior to signing? Mm -mm. No, we we uh, we signed the contract and then recorded the album. I think we signed, we started talking to them in October of 2019, signed in December of 2019, and then like immediately recorded the album at the beginning of January. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to show up and get right to work 20 days later. Yeah. Here's yeah. an album. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and luckily it had been like, it yeah, it, it had already been, you know, ha like half a year since our, since we released our second EP. So, uh, so we already had a whole handful of songs and it was like, we're ready to do an album. You know, if we signed, might as well get it done and get it out, you know, start, start promoting it. Uh, if, if we have the songs ready. So that's kind of how we viewed it. And, and yeah, just got signed, got right to work. Yeah. I mean, we're just super fortunate that someone wants to help our band. I mean, that's amazing yeah. that anyone will give us any assistance at all to do this crazy thing that we decided to do together so yeah i'm very thankful to have the label and i think definitely what helps is you know you you guys are a new fresh face on the scene and it's something different you know it's not the same you know three deathcore chords that every band plays <laughs> it's and that's i love deathcore like i love that kind of thing but it's yeah. it, it's it's something different um, and I think, you know, the label probably saw that, you know, they heard your, the demo you gave them or what have you. And it's just, they see that potential in you guys. And I think, I think that definitely says a lot about you to begin with, but I think it, it says a lot about the label too. I mean, that they're willing to help, you know, a real small band, you know, sign on this relatively big label. Yeah. There, we definitely, I, I think he just listened to our first two EPs. We never sent him a demo or anything, but oh, wow. he listened to those and, uh, and liked what he heard. So, you know, we're lucky that that those got to his ears and, and that he he did, like, he, he appreciated what we were doing, um, for sure. So I was curious, how has the feedback been on the new album? And then you guys also just dropped uh, a new song, Starve. How, how, how have they both been received? 
Both were good, yeah. Um, we uh, we we dropped uh, "Grinding Teeth" and "Starve" as our two singles, and and those seemed to do well. And then when the album came out two Fridays ago, now it's been, it's been two weeks that it's been out, and uh, I don't know. There, there, I haven't seen anything really negative yet. Yeah. You know, there have been some critiques about uh, I think song placement on the album and some things like that, but nobody has come out. Yeah. You know, and just said, I hate this. It sucks. Yeah. So. <laughs> what did you guys think of the lo-fi stuff? We're always interested to see how people feel about the non-metal tracks on the album. Like That was see, one of... One. <laughs> I honestly yeah. like that there's sometimes politics about it. We yeah. discussed this. We're like, you know what? Some people yeah. aren't going to like this. Not like, everybody was it about it. Anyways, and because it's it's just what we wanted to say. And, and I think the people who do like it will... Like you're saying, we'll hear that we're trying to say something a little bit different and, you know, give you a nice palate cleanser in, in your journey. That's really what it is, a palate cleanser, you know? Got, got a lot of riffs on there. Got to break it up some way. And so I, I gave the album a spin the first, the, I think the day after it came out, I listened to it. Um, and I totally forgot about Womb. That's the the lo-fi mm -hmm. song, right? Um, yeah. And I totally forgot about it. And then I... I Listened to the album twice today, uh, once on my way to work, and then once as I was sitting on the couch waiting to do this. And it's like, it always, I was taken aback the first time I listened to it this morning. Because I was like, wait, did this like change artists somehow? Like, is the yeah, album yeah. over? Who hit shuffle? <laughs> Who hit shuffle? Yeah. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's a really good palate cleanser. It's it's something totally different from the rest of the album. But it flows really nicely. We wanted to catch a bunch of metalheads in their feels, you know? Get them in their <laughs> vibe for a minute, you know? Make them contemplate before they <laughs> slam, you know? Put that on a shirt. Just yeah. just sneak it in on them. They're over here just like, man, I'm totally loving this. What the fuck? Oh, whoa. And then they just have like this introspection moment. And then all of a sudden the riffs come back and they're like, okay, no one saw that. Okay, good, good. Let's keep, exactly. let's keep going. Yeah. No, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I know Because, you know, for example, we did, we live streamed a like a black metal show a couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago or something, and they had forty five minute sets because that's what black metal does. They play mm -hmm. six to nine minute songs, <laughs> yep. and we just had this entire evening of that. I'm not saying it's bad. It's not my cup of tea. I mean, I like I like it mixed into a playlist or something, but I'm not yeah. you know going straight for it every day. Uh, but so whenever we throw our showcases. You know, I like to have a little bit of different genre and I throw a I throw an instrumental band or a kind of like uh rock pop, I don't know, just something different than you know yeah. what you're listening to as the palate cleanser. And I've and we've done six of them now, and I just I love that middle part where it's a palate cleanser. So when I heard that, I mean honestly, that's what I thought. I was just like, shit, yeah. And then, you know, on to the mm -hmm. next one. And I was like, dude, yes. So uh, thanks, thanks for trying that. That it to me, it worked. So, whoever says it doesn't work, fuck them. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> oh, and they didn't pay me to say that, so get that out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We're just having fun and making music. Yeah, we're like like Riley said, we're all music students. So and yeah. and like I mentioned earlier, I mean, we all play in different genres. Like Chandler's a great jazz bassist and plays in a country band too i play in an r&b band we actually play in a country band together now cameron and i yeah so. that was i wanted i wanted everybody to go around uh you guys can pick the order i don't care um yeah. if if you don't mind uh what other projects you're in and what 
uh, where they line up. Like you said, country, R and B. I, I would like to know because I know that all of the all, all the musicians that I've met and hung out with here and become friends with, almost everybody, I'd say, random figure, ninety two percent, all have side projects. Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, I, I'm just curious about that. So if you could, I, I, I currently uh, might have the sparsest side project list. Uh, I am only in one other band as of now. It's a two piece sludge band, uh, in which. Uh, I do drums and vocals, and it's called Sludge Muffin. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's me and my brother. Uh, we've been doing it since high school, and uh, and that is that's the project. Yeah, Sludge Muffin. Sludge Sludge Muffin. So, that's so good. It's so good. Um, Brady here. Um, I'm in a R&B band called Foxy Morons, and <laughs> uh, Cameron and I the uh, our guitarist and me and me. Yeah, we just recently started a math rock duo called Clout Chaser. Oh, look at that name. That's tempting. I'm very, very excited to release that material. We're recording that next month. So that will be out soon. Mm-hmm. And we, have- we also play in some cover bands together. But yeah, and then this is Cameron. I play bass in an emo band called Home Astronomy. Then I play in a math rock duo with Brady. And then me and Brady are also in a country band. Me and or Brady and I also play at church. Yeah. In a church band. Mm-hmm. Hey. But, but yeah. that's, yeah, that's a cool deal. That God money. God money. <laughs> yeah, we get paid via the offering plate, son. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm Chandler. I'm in a... um. I guess the first band I want to mention is a death doom band. It's based in Asheville called Cave Grave. Cave Grave. Um, uh, kind of in the vein of like Sanguisusabog type stuff, but with like got bass drops and like some organ keys and stuff. It's kind of <laughs> experimental, uh, but it's pretty sick. Um, so yeah, I started doing that this year. Um, I'm also in a southern rock band called Jack Marion and the Pearl Snap Prophets. Uh, okay. So that's been a good time. I've been playing with that band for like three years now, three or four years actually. Um, just a year or two after I started playing with Basilica. And then I have a new project I'm working on. It has no name, but uh, Riley's actually producing it. We're um, doing like a bad, bad, not good kind of like Wolf Peck, like, like really chill funk kind of thing. It's really okay. Cool. Um, so I've got that started in Nashville too. So I'm yeah. staying busy during the pandemic. Like, like, like learning material, playing music, music, and, music, you know, music. No, and more though. music. Staying safe, but yeah, but, yeah. But making new music, learning new music, practicing my ass off, and like trying to get good. You know, I, I mean, that's the one thing that I love about musicians is that, you know, for everyone that I've met, to include you know you guys, is just it's like there's this nonstop hustle attitude that you guys have, chasing your passion and and just you know wherever wherever the instruments take you. Um, I'm curious about your, your everyone just got out of college and one is still in and you said you're all music students. Where are you guys going to school at? Uh, so we all went to Hayes School of Music at Appalachian State. Um, oh. Yeah, so that's that's the Boone part. That's where we all met. Um, all met at, at school, you know. Uh, we all had slightly different majors. All too. different majors, yep. Yeah. I was a, a music theory and composition major. I was recording and production. It was marketing. I was merchandise. Yeah. 
That is that is the perfect combo of DIY. Like you guys don't have to pay anybody because you're you pay yourselves. God damn. Do you think do you think that's gonna Jared, do you think that's gonna be the way of the future? I mean honestly, like no. I don't think so, yeah. but that's <laughs> I think it's a really good move. I mean, they're basically their own supergroup. Everybody does everything. You know, it's not the traditional sense of a supergroup, you know, where right. Dave Grohl is playing with John Paul <laughs> Jones. Like, no, but no. but it's you know, everybody can do everything. And I think that's yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, you know, the fact that you can do in-house produ- production is a big deal. Um, not not many bands, you know, a bunch of bands that I know, I, none of them do their own production. Um, so that's a big... We we do still, like, we outsource production for the most part. Like, for yeah. all of our heavy songs, we record them with someone else and let someone else mix them, let someone else master them. Um, and that's, that's probably just because it's nice to have another set of ears on those songs. Mm-hmm. But on every song that's not heavy, that is all in-house production. That's just us getting it together and doing it on our own. Who do who do you guys who do you guys utilize to mix master and 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 do all that fun stuff? Um so we use uh Al Jacobs at Warrior Sound currently for um recording and mixing. Uh and he's he's based in Chapel Hill, uh the Chapel Hill area. We, he actually has a brand new studio, so we recorded our, our album at at his old one, but his new one's cool too. Um and then for mastering, we use Jay Moss of Defeater. I played guitar in Defeater, I believe. But he masters our stuff, and he he kills it. Like every time we get masters back from him, it's just so good. So yeah, love working with both those guys. And that was one of the things that I actually noticed about you guys. Is like for a relatively small band, your production's really good. You know, you listen to some small, you know, lo- we'll say local bands just. For the term and it's like their production sometimes it's it's a little fuzzy um but it's a little man yeah exactly mm. but but you know giving giving your guys stuff a spin it, it's really high high quality production thanks you can hear the low quality in our first two eps yeah those were still it's those are step up it, yeah, it's just oh, al 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 is a whole different level we recorded our first two eps um with this guy named Jeremy White, who does he fantastic work. Yeah, yeah, like, like, awesome. yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy is super awesome. Al just has, like, you know, the studio. Like, Jeremy's working sure, out yeah. of a home studio, yeah. you know, and Al has, like, built his own place now. So, but they're, you know, they're both, they're both great. But yeah, Al, Al definitely stepped our production level up a lot. Like, we had never experienced recording like we never experienced how professional recording with al was before Mm. it was just a whole new thing going into that studio and like thinking about clicks yeah we you know we we never played with clicks before like hey yeah sorry to bother you and interrupt uh ryan here so remember at the beginning of the episode where i said there's an easter egg okay so here it is right here So this is the part of the audio that got a little messed up and we tried to fix it. We don't know what happened, but we just wanted to let you know that quality is key to us and we just wanted to apologize for this little, this little hiccup. So if you could screenshot this portion right here, throw it up on one of the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, actually, you know what, just keep it to Instagram. Just take a screenshot, upload to Instagram, tag us and Basilica 
for a chance to enter to win some podcast merch. So again, apologies for the little section here that's not so awesome, but we just wanted to make it up to you. So again, screenshot it, Instagram, tag us and Basilica, and then we'll get back to you. Yeah, we, you know, we, we learned, learned a lot clicks before, like just like pre-producing our songs and uh, what to come into the studio prepared with. And, and, you know, with, with this album particularly, you know, we wanted our first one to come out swinging, you know, we wanted it to actually be like to hold up. If you listen to it on a playlist or something, you didn't, like you said, you didn't, we don't want it to stand out as lower quality, you know, and there's an industry standard and Al was just able to meet that industry standard yep. and just make us more palatable in a broader sense so that, you know, we can go on playlists and, and, you know, sound like within the means of, or the, the standard of the industry, you know, but still have our own approach to music. But as far as production, we wanted to have that more polished sound on this album. Last question. Do beans belong in chili? Yes or no? Oh, yes. I would yeah. say yes. Yes! Sure. Yes! Just that one gets up. <laughs> Thank you. Wrong. <laughs> All right. Wrong. So there's this ongoing. You're a beanless so, chili guy. What huh? is beanless chili? Well, chili like, like the taco topping. Like, or not, but yeah. <laughs> that doesn't have beans in it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like chili shit, powder. Like, shit yeah. post on Jared all you want. For I'm, I am pro bean. He is anti bean. Beans mm. and cornbread, man. That's like the two things. I what mean, is good, no man. bean like, chili? Like, is, I mean, it's, it's so just, there are other it's, things in chili. I, we, I always give, <laughs> I always give Jared a chance to defend himself. So, Jared, the floor is yours. Okay, so Texas chili has no beans in it. It's good, right? So you got like your okay. tomato, you got your tomato base. It's like a tomato sauce base. Of course, you got some onions right. in there, ground beef, maybe a little bit of ground deer. Who knows? Depending on you know whatever kind of chili you're making. Maybe yeah. throwing a little bit of okra in there if you're feeling a little froggy. Mm. But beans don't belong in chili. You got enough protein in there with the beef. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that I, sounds I, good. I, I, I'm perfectly <laughs> happy to accept that, you know, there are multiple kinds of chili that are all good. You know, like, I think I, I, think I could appreciate both bean and non-bean yeah, chili. It be a different texture. You know, like beans add a certain texture and not having beans would be a different. What if you're trying to bulk up though? What if you want that extra protein? Yeah, dirty bulk. You know, what if you're bulk. trying to make gains? Like, <laughs> I, I can do it. With, I can do it without beans, man. I don't. All of <laughs> these are valid <laughs> reasons that you should put beans in your chili. Gains are on the line. We might need to. <laughs> <beans in>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gains are on the line. Beans are going in, bro, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, we just we just have this we just have this running kind of a running joke now. Uh, I'm not even sure how it started because uh, I'm originally, I was born in Ohio, raised in North Carolina, and now I'm a transplant to Texas. Uh, Jared, you are also Ohio slash Texas. So, you know, we have this commonality between us, but now, you know, it's, it's, it's I think we, we've drawn the line in the sand on, on chili. So it's just, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know. It's one of those kind of like, goofy questions we ask all the bands just so we can kind of, you know, get to know you more as a person instead of just sick metal players. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it makes for a good argument, you know? Exactly. We've, we just talked to a band in in Indiana called A Wise Man's Fear and uh, they were talking about, well, I'm going to die on this hill. I'm defending this. 
So, mm. you know, it's a hot topic. It's a hot yeah. topic. I'll so. bring it up in my next uh, debate. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, next, oh, the next time I'm arguing with my parents. <laughs> Just hit them with the bean question. Yeah. Like, first, they'll be like, wait, what are we talking about? Why are we switching conversation? Okay, yeah, let's do this. And It'll make the other argument better, probably, you <laughs> exactly. know, It'll give some comic relief. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, this has been this has been fun, guys. Thank you very much for doing this. Um, I I I I want to say that I I personally think that your music is amazing and what you guys have mixed into there for our audio pleasure uh, definitely definitely hits home uh, here. I'm, and if you guys ever toured through here, I could definitely see you guys coming through Austin and having a, a no problem. We would definitely help you. We would definitely help promote the shit out of that tour. Ooh. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have to keep in touch about let's that for make sure. That happen for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. our our sponsor shout out come and take it productions and come and take it live. <laughs> uh, they they are one of the venues that survived COVID. We had a handful shut down that mm -hmm. you know some are coming back version two Some are just done for good. So whenever. Uh, they they open their doors back up anytime bands want to come through, especially bands that we talk to out of state. Uh, whenever you guys uh, plot your path, mm -hmm. there's almost like this unspoken agreement that we have that we wouldn't support a band or talk to a band if it wasn't worth putting them in the venue. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, totally. totally. Yeah, so it's kind of like whenever we say, hey, this band is coming through, you might want to put them you know, somewhere you know, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. They know. They they know. They know that we're out here promoting them, but I mean, you know, they're also yeah, promoting you, us. You're a pretty uh, good guy to ask because you're scanning to for your podcast. I mean, you're this is something that I'm learning bands, in my marketing know? class. It's called environmental scanning. I don't. Uh, my man taking taking marketing back there should know a little bit about that. Yeah, but yeah, we definitely would like to have everyone that we've talked to come through here. So, yeah. We were uh, actually supposed to come to Texas in August, but then, you know, everything went downhill. So we would love the opportunity to come back to Texas again, for sure. But no, like you guys would definitely fit in with with some of the bands that we have here locally. I mean, I, I could definitely see, and especially come and take it live. I mean, it's, and this isn't just, I'm not saying this just because we're sponsored by them. Even before I've worked with the podcast, this is it's my favorite venue in Austin. I mean, some of the acts mm. that they get through here. I've seen Whitechapel there three times. I've seen Oceano there. Like they get huge names. And it's a mm. small venue. It's a really intimate venue, but they get these big names. And it's just it's a great place to play. Um mm -hmm. I've I've been to probably 40, 50 shows there, and I've never seen a bad show. Even like, you know, Tuesday afternoon shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are tough to fill. To, yeah, that sounds awesome. One day. What's uh, what? Where can everybody find you guys at on the on all the socials? Give all give a uh, and any any other final shout outs and ads that you guys want to mention. Let's see socials. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, I think, are both Basilica Hair Slam. Uh, same with Bandcamp. I think it's Basilica Hair Slam. Whatever the Bandcamp yeah, link. Yeah, TikTok yeah. also. I think uh, Twitter is Basilica NC. Same with YouTube, I believe. I think YouTube is also Basilica NC. Where else can people find us? Oh, but our, uh, you know, we're on all streaming services. Uh, and if, you know, if anyone wants to purchase the album, it's, uh, it's on Inner Strength's band, Bandcamp page. Uh, so we have Digipacks and, and some, some cool album merch. Yeah. 
Yeah, listen to Cave Grave, listen to Home Astronomy, listen to Sludge Muffin. Just listen to them all. But just thank you guys again for having us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was this really was cool awesome. Yeah. Network in this way, you know. Great meeting you guys. Time. No, I I definitely I definitely appreciate you guys uh for taking the time out as well. Whenever when uh, if you guys ever do come out this way for sure just let us know. Um or if you need people to get in touch with just let us know. Um mm -hmm. I know that sometimes, you know, position people leave positions and whatnot. But yeah, we we definitely we'll definitely help you out any way we can. We'll share whatever we need to share. Uh Jared, any final thoughts, man? One question for you guys. Do you have like merch like t-shirts yet? Yeah. Yeah, we um we have a long sleeve and a short sleeve on Inner Strengths Bandcamp page. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up. We've officially gotten the decision from Basilica on do beans belong in Chile. Uh, it is yes. Uh, they have their latest album out. They're on Inner Strength Records. Go check them out. Uh, I believe just hit them up on Spotify. That's where I found them or um, anywhere that you get your music from. And uh, give them a shout. Hit them up on all the socials and let them know that their music is amazing and lo-fi beats do belong in metal. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. All right. Later, guys. Thank you. Later. Thank you. Thank you.